So nowadays, I'm pretty nostalgic. Um, I'm looking back at moments in my life and close ones and loved ones that I've met, uh, people I shared time with, um, pop culture um, with like books, movies, uh, TV shows, magazines, um, and everything as well. And I just feel like uh, amazing content right now would be uh, a piece of art about the 2000s because that was a legendary moment in time um, with the advancement of a lot of things. And I was born in the 90s, grew up in the 2000s. And that moment of time was pretty great. Um, For me, everything is relative. So since that's when I grew up, um, people experience different things um, due to like socioeconomic status and also where they live, um, whether it's different parts of the U.S. or in another country. And then it also depends on the age. So maybe if you were in your 50s, uh, you had a different experience about the 90s and the 2000s than someone like me who was in their youth during that time. So I want to give a view from my generation, um, which is it's classified as like millennials during that time. Um, for my age group, because I think millennials is around like 1985 to 1997, around that time. So I've noticed that they just made a book about the 90s, uh, and there's a lot of different point of views, and it's based on somebody who was older during that time. So I think I don't think that person was a millennial during that time. So he has a different outlook on the 90s because he was like in his 20s during the 90s. Uh, I would like to talk about the 90s and the 2000s from like a youth to adolescence to like teenage to like 20s. So for my generation, um, because everyone has a different point of view and different expectations versus reality. And that's another thing I want to discuss. I want to discuss expectations versus reality. Um, I've been reading Great Expectations, like I told you guys. And then I also focus on reality too because reality is what we are currently living in and I want to like mesh the two because living in the digital age 
it's hard to contemplate or make a direct correlation between reality and expectations. And I want to relate to people who ponder about those experiences and see that during those times, like for example, let's say you go to a party and then usually in movies, movies are somewhat accurate and we live up to the movies and movies are like exaggerated truths technically even in like all forms of content with like books art in general entertainment media uh they're all extensions of reality and then we exaggerate misinform relate in order to paint a certain picture to feed a certain audience based on like demographics, socioeconomic status, and like all these different things. And also just for the creation itself and the artwork and the masterpiece that the creator developer um, is trying to produce. So with all that being said, it's like I want to break down in a fun, entertaining, easy way, like digestible way of like the 90s and the 2000s for my generation, what we experienced. So like what was popular in the 90s and the 2000s and like this is like a drastic change during that time. Music was ratchet and then it con- directly transitioned into like pop music and like boy bands and like um like lighthearted stuff it's like interesting how that even happens with the dynamics between decades like it'll go from like the culture experiencing too much like or like an overwhelming um experience with like crude things with like violence uh bad behavior it's like going against the norms and then of like all those things and then it quickly transitioned to like expensive production highlighted bright colors um everything neat and and that's like interesting because in different moments of U.S. history since we're in the U.S. that's what I'm gonna focus on and in the in the U.S. Um, in the past it would go from like black and white to color and from black and white to color people thought that was like things were moving slow things were bland things were like dark and bright like a contrast and that was like the only appetite that was digestible to the consumer and then drastically it changed to like color and color production like people saw like 
the full aspect of things. Um, so, like, now that color has existed for a while, then it became more of, like, shade, texture, uh, enhancement, and it became different views on that because things can become complicated or simple and it really depends on how you look at things. So we play with these different things and at the end of the day, everybody as they get older, they want security, they want a foundation of success, they want a relationship, they want communication, they want compassion, they want empathy, they want togetherness, um, they just want to be well. And we see during the journey of life, we're always competing, especially when we have a lack of knowledge when we're younger, and it leads to issues, but we're always just climbing our way back to like security and there's always like like I've been reading and it's like people hate the idea of the sellout or the yuppie and that's like interesting because does it make sense to hate on success or is it really that people just want to stay together with their own community and they don't want to see their movement transition to like or like move or allocate to like a grander audience and then that's usually what happens in society and it's interesting how there's things that become successful are either the motions of society, like that actually depict um, a broader audience, and then the thing that's like filtered and more digestible. So I think there's room for both because that's what like artwork is about. It's about seeing all points of view, like everyone has their role and everyone has their their design and their like output. So and I just feel like or it it seems that in society today there's so many different fractions that we're all kind of lost and we're all looking for a place to like stay focused and like get better because everything has been diluted to like a different group and it makes things more complicated than they seem and we want to back to the point I was 
digressing and like going off on a tangent. But so let's say we talk about recent society. We could talk about the pros and the cons of like what's going on. But most people prefer a novel or a story or a journey or like a documentation that travels with the idea to make it more interesting, to make it more captivating. And that's difficult to do. Some novels um, did it well. Uh, because I'm not a historian, so I don't want to just like document all the different major events but maybe if we document the major events and then made them a story that could be like each chapter and that would be interesting so let me I'm gonna try to see if that's like one way to do it where each chapter is maybe like a year of the decades of the 90s and the 2000s mostly the 2000s and make a story out of like a major event because those experiences are like hard to discuss and it's better to move forward and think about Uh, think about think about what's the best outcome and I'm just like this is this episode is more of like a journaling experience um you guys can leave comments subscribe uh share and be a fan and just like let me know what your thoughts are and it's just like it seems like there's always so much going on and I prefer that things are slowed down nowadays because things were moving too fast and then people didn't appreciate what they have because that's another thing I've learned about like psychology is that When we feel like like the word complacency, right? It has like a dual dynamic to it. So you can look at it in a bad way or a good way. So complacency has like a negative connotation where people perceive it as like, oh, you're bored, you're unsatisfied, you're not achieving, like you're an underachiever. So... You're not amounting to anything. At the same time, complacency is also a privilege for a lot of people. And it's like a blessing because if you're able to reach a point in your life uh, where things may seem slightly stagnant, that means things are like secure and things are well. That's actually 
a better experience than constantly being in chaos. Especially most people, I'm generalizing, but it seems at least for my life and like looking at a lot of different stories for people who put it out there or people that share with me um, privately. It's just like in our youth, there's a lot more chaos and there's a lot more movement and there's a lot more action. And that's like a circumstance based upon the situation that some people have parents that are divorced or fighting. They're moving from house to house because the parents are young, so they're not well suited yet or situated for their kids. They need to get a job. Their kids might need a job. They don't have a lot of control over their surroundings. Um, They're still on the come up, pretty much. So that's why there's more chaos. And then people, as they get older, if they're lucky, and usually hard work pays off, and they're blessed, then they reap what they sow, and they get some benefits, and they reach better solutions. They're more knowledgeable, they're more uh, focused, and they're in their prime. So then they come up with the idea of complacency. So maybe like a title of the book could be like excitement versus complacency or something like that or and is this we want to be in a better place and we want to have the best outcome at all times and and we have to realize that like it takes a village and that society started with like a village a community and then a town then a city, then a state, and then like provinces, and then country. Like everything starts small and then it scales big. So we just have to realize that there's always better days ahead. And we're always looking for opportunities to succeed because some people are going to enter your life and they're going to be beneficial or they're going to be distractions, bad motivators, 
bad like characters because that's why novels are so important is because if you think about life it's all like a screenplay or a scene or acting and like we don't want it to be that so most of the time we want to have control over our lives and I think that's like uh important uh but there's always that question is like is can we handle what the truth and can we handle exceeding all expectations and building the best reality so yeah so I think that's where I want to end uh, because that's like the best of what we want so Maybe, like, the final chapter be called The Best Reality. And I'm going to work on this project with you guys piece by piece together. And just know that's just one of my outlets. Um, So I can inspire people. So I can motivate people and be more productive. Uh... Because that's one thing I'm realizing is that it's important to document your life so you can share with your loved ones, your close ones, with your descendants. And that's important to me because the mind plays tricks on people sometimes and they might mistake something for something else or they, that's the beauty of today is that we have the technology to document everything, to make stories and captivate everything. But just to advance forward, um, just keep in mind best reality. All right. Bye.